Welcome to the Grace Lace Podcast, friend. I'm Eve Stipes, and today Ruth Jo Simons and I are sitting down with a cup of coffee to talk about the everyday habits that help us grow in our walk with the Lord. Are you someone who's always jotting down notes, either in a planner or a notebook? Maybe you find the best way to process something is to write it down. Or do you take notes about sermons, books you're reading, podcasts you're listening to? Maybe you're the opposite. Do you despise taking notes or writing anything down? Today we're talking about a habit that might surprise you. So let's get started. So today we're talking about the spiritual practice of journaling. And it can look different for different people in different seasons. So I'm curious, Ruth, what has journaling or like note-taking looked like for you? Okay, so I was remembering that the very first blog post that I ever wrote when I started this little blog called Grace Laced in 2007, the summer of 2007, the very first blog post was a post titled Pretty Book Issues. And it was literally (laughs) about how I struggle with, um, I don't know, journaling. I mean, I think the first line here, I've got it right here. The first line was, Maybe I'm the only one who buys beautifully bound journals and keep them on the shelf untouched. And it was about being perfect and struggling with wanting to be super perfect about everything I write down. And, um, and I say, you know, yet when I gingerly turn to the first page, hoping not to quote, mess it up, I find with great relief that God has already filled the pages because he's the one writing the story. And that was the way I started Grace Laced the blog because I was so nervous to really start something and have words written down in a public (laughs) journal. Um, And I would just say, since then, I got real proficient at um, writing digitally, because now, you know, 15 years later, Grace Laced, um, the website is a whole thing. But I would just say, I really fell out of the practice of writing on with pen and paper. Until recently, Eve, until recently. I know. I'm so proud so of you. I'm, I I think because a couple of weeks ago, um, whether it was in team time or just maybe a conversation between you and me, not even about the podcast, there's just this realization that sometimes in the busyness of life, um, you don't retain much, right? And I might read my Bible, but I'm not retaining or I'm not growing in the way that I was hoping to. And so I picked up a little journal. And I got over my issues, skipped the first page. And while I was reading my Bible um, this last week, I just started writing down um, what I was learning. Oh, and then the other person that that really got me thinking about this was Anne, my friend, Anne Boskamp. Oh, yeah. Um, She talks about journaling and writing things down in her new book, The Waymaker. So. So I'm I'm on a kick right now. I'm writing down um, scriptures. I'm writing down what I'm thinking in response to what I'm reading. So I'm a I'm a new woman. <laughs> when, okay, but when did you start journaling? Was it like a high school college okay, thing? Okay, you're, you're right. Okay, so ah, uh, this is hard to admit, but I <laughs> used to journal like a Taylor Swift song. I mean, I mean, I literally would write every detail of every yeah, like a diary. Yes, it was a true diary, and there were volumes and volumes and volumes. And I think I got rid of all those. I kind of regret it now, but I just felt like I'm happily married now. I don't really need record of every thing <laughs> ever. But, um, but yeah, I journaled faithfully. And but you know that's a difference. That yes. there's a difference between chronicling 
everything that ever happened and what you ate and who you like (laughs) and what you wish would happen. There's a little bit of a difference between that diary, that chronicling and what we're talking about today. Right. And so, um, I think I fell out of the practice of writing a diary or journaling after high school, but now at 46, almost 47, I'm picking back up this idea of chronicling what God is doing in my life. And that's different. Yeah. I also have a long history with journaling. I will have to figure out a way (laughs) when this episode airs to like show the world a picture. I have a box of journals and I think I've never seen it. Yeah. I think it probably dates back to like eighth grade. That's the one I feel like it was, I can see it. It's like a, it has a strawberries all over the cover and it was much more the like diary. I mean, it's eighth grade, right? Like all of Mm -hmm. the drama of an eighth grade girl. I even think this is so embarrassing to say out loud, but I'm pretty sure there are a couple of entries in there that I legitimately wrote in code. Like no way. Yeah. (laughs) And I think I put the code on the inside of the cover. So it's like anybody who wanted to take the time could figure it out. But apparently there were things that felt like I needed them to be very private. And so it's written in code. So that's my beginning of journaling. Wow. Yeah. It didn't always stay that dramatic, though. I think over time, um, definitely in college, it kind of changed more to the like, okay, what am I learning? How am I processing? Uh, I've always felt like the best way for me to know what I think about a topic is to write about it, like to really turn it around a few different ways and come to a conclusion. It's kind of how I sort out my thoughts in a lot of ways, but also in my walk with the Lord, I often journal prayers or if I'm trying to memorize scripture or something like that, I just writing with pen and paper is really comforting to my soul on some level. Do you remember in high school, like, I think you were a good student too, right? I I was a model student, right? Yeah. You can read all about it in When Striving Cease. But I was a model student, you know, trying to always um, just be in the top, top, top of everything. And I was just so meticulous about taking notes yeah, in me too. class because somehow the magic was, in my mind, the magic was if you write it down, you will have everything the teacher ever said and you can yes. go back and study but, um, and in some ways it really does help you retain, but if you are mindlessly just copying things that you see on the board, that wasn't quite the same thing as, you know, truly note-taking. Okay. So this is, of all the episodes we're talking about this season, this is the one where you're not going to go and turn to Ecclesiastes or turn to the Psalms and you're not going to necessarily find the word. You're not going to see any you know, thou shalt journal or (laughs) you shall, you know, like keep a chronicle every day in a pretty notebook that you bought from Grace Lace. Like that's not, that's (laughs) not what it says. And so why is this um, one of the ones that we're talking about? Well, we keep talking about these habits as things that we do for the purpose of spiritual formation, right? Of growth. And so journaling isn't specifically like we have no example of Jesus going off to journal, but we do have lots of examples of instructions for God's people to remember the things that he's done. So just a few quick examples in Deuteronomy 6, 12, um, The instruction says this, then take care lest you forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. So that take care is like 
remember mm-hmm. what's happening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In Isaiah 46, 9, remember the former things of old, for I am God, there is no other. I am God, and there is none like me. And then mm, even like so we mentioned, many. yeah, we mentioned a few uh, episodes ago, or maybe it's an upcoming episode, I can't remember, about Psalm 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Like, remember. Yeah. I mean, the remembering part is, I feel like, so central to God's instruction to his people all through scripture is remembering what he has done. Remember his faithfulness, recall, rehearse, keep repeating the stories of how God has led you out, has um, preserved you, what his plans are for you. Yeah. And, and even thinking about how the instruction for remembering changes from old to new Testament, like in John 14, Jesus says, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I've said to you. So even like the Holy Spirit, part of the Holy Spirit's role in our lives is to help us remember the things of God. And so one of the ways that we can do that, one of the ways we can practically remember is by writing things down um, and processing and, and reminding ourselves, even as we write Like God is faithful. We have to remember who he is and what he's like. We've been referring to Donald Whitney's book, The Spiritual Disciplines for the Christian Life, um, quite a bit this season because our team read the book together for our own growth. And that really led to a lot of the conversations that have become this season's topic um, about healthy habits for spiritual growth. And so Um, I want to read this from his book. He says, let's make clear that Jesus did not live and die for sinners to turn into journal keepers. He came to make us right with God. But once we are right with God through repentance and faith in who Jesus is and what he has done, a journal can be, as millions of those right with God throughout history have found, a great tool for thinking about and applying the life and death of Jesus. Specifically, your journal is a place to reflect upon God's word and the riches of God's grace to us in the gospel of Jesus Christ and how we move forward in enjoying those riches. That's such a great way to put it. And yeah, and I I think that was an important thing to bring up because we haven't been redeemed so that we'll just become really good journalers or there's no magic formula or some kind of spiritual hierarchy for somebody who keeps a really great journal. If you post a picture in the morning of yourself journaling with your Bible open and a cup of coffee, that doesn't make you more holy or more spiritual. We're simply talking about a habit, a tool that can help us do what is biblical. And what's biblical is to remember. And a journal helps us do so. Yeah. I actually just read this really interesting quote. Um, little article the other day from John Piper about why he journals. He's like an avid journaler, lifelong. Yeah. And he talks a a little bit about it. Someone had asked a question like, what does that look like for you? And one of the things he said is that journaling for me is part of a constant quest to see Christ and know Christ and enjoy Christ and be like Christ. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, wow, that's a really helpful framework (laughs) to think about. Like, if I use the space of a blank page or, you know, a blank note on your phone or however you want to do it, but as a, a way 
to continue to see Christ and know him and enjoy him and be like him and think about him, it really becomes a, a kind of continuation of the meditating that we do on, on yeah. the word, you know? Yeah. Because once we write it down, I think it really holds our thoughts accountable. Like we are looking at them on a page and saying, this is what I'm thinking and this is how I'm feeling about it. Um, this is also the questions that I have. And so I love that in a relationship, you know, when you and I hang out, Eve, um, obviously there are moments when we say things like, you're such a good friend to me. I love you so much. But there are also times like asking, hey, what do you think about this in my life? Or how would you encourage me about this? Or what should I do? And that's part of a relationship is you, when, when you and I are friends, we're going to ask each other questions. We're going to reflect things off of each other. I'm going to pose a question to you and wait for your response. And the a journal can be all of that with our relationship with God. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting to think about, you know, we said no specific instruction to journal, but if you think about the Psalms as a whole, they kind of are a journal, right? Like it's mm -hmm. a very personal, very, um, raw look at somebody's emotions and thoughts and feelings and how they're processing it and how they're kind of forcing themselves to remember like, okay, but God is faithful. Mm -hmm. This is what's true yeah. about him. This is how his word yes. interacts with me. This is how he saves. Like all of those pieces are very much feel like peeking into, um, you know, David or another psalmist journal in some way. And the psalmist always ends up saying, and so therefore this is how I want to respond today. Yeah. And I think that we would do so well to actually begin our days or take out, you know, a lunch hour just to say, I'm reflecting on what I'm learning, what are struggles and how I'm going to respond in light of what I know to be true. Yeah. So practically, what does journaling, we've talked about this a little bit, but practically what does journaling look like for you or for other people that you know, like how they mm -hmm. kind of practice this for the purpose of spiritual formation. So not just the, today I had this for breakfast yeah. and the kids were crazy and it rained. <laughs> like I think that's a big change for me, right? I think that the big yeah. change for me was realizing, number one, this journal is not a chronicling of everything that's happened in my life. So I'm not in middle school anymore. I'm not that interested in detailing every little thing, but then also it's not just simply me venting or fussing about something. Not that that's a wrong thing to write down, but to be really intentional, like for me to take the time out of my busy schedule to actually journal, I had to know why I was doing it. And so the, the, the shift in my paradigm was that it's not just a space in which I'm going to just, you know, vent or I'm going to document all the things that are going wrong or all the things that I need answers for. It's that I realized I needed to intentionally engage in a way in which I could even look back and say, this is where I was at. This is the scripture I'm reading. These are the prayers that I prayed. So I actually have been writing down my prayers as well. So this little journal this little white journal that I've, I just picked up. Um, I just wanted something really simple and I, um, have been writing down the passage that I'm reading every day. And then I note what stood out to me. And then I rewrite those words and then I interact with the words. And then I ask a few questions of the Lord and 
and then I write out my actual prayers. And what I hope happens is that I can be honest with the Lord, but I can also chronicle my journey with him as I grow and stuff. And so that intentionality has changed my mind about the value of journaling. Like I now go, okay, I have time because it's valuable to go back and see how the Lord is faithful and for me to actually um, put the energy into physically um, interacting with the Lord on paper here as I pour out my heart to him. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, I would say my practice is much the same. Like I do a lot, I'll kind of just put, here's the passage I'm reading and then just kind of observations as I'm going through, like what, what is it that's sticking out? And then I often will write like a particular verse. Um, and then kind of just, if I have any questions about it or any connections that it, it sparks in my mind to another thing, just a little bit of interaction. I, I find that I don't remember things that I don't interact with. So if yeah. I want to remember it later, if I want to be able to think about it, I need to, to do something with it. So here's my question. And I, and I, I'm just putting it out there because I'm wondering if somebody's listening in and asking this question in their minds, you know, how honest do we get? Like, is someone going to read this? Is this going to be um, like, because I, I do think that there's part of us where we want to write really beautiful truths about God's word in hopes that our faith would be a testimony to others. And I, and I think that's a good thing to aspire to, but I also know that there are times in my life where I wrote things on paper in a journal of what I wanted to seem like, not really how I truly was. And so I'm really coming to the Lord these days saying, okay, this is really honest. Like for example, um, Oh, can I just get real honest here? I mean, I <laughs> yes. don't think I'm, I don't think I'm sharing do. anything that um, I, I can delete it later if I really need to. But no, <laughs> I I wrote in my journal recently. I just said straight up. I said, Lord, um, I I need my faith to be growing and real. I I cannot do the work that I'm doing. I cannot write books or create content or paint paintings and do all this for your glory on a public platform if my private life isn't ever increasing in growth. And so I just put it right out there. I just said it and stated it plain as day. Lord, I am telling you right now, I must go deeper. If I don't go deeper, I cannot go wider on any stage, in any platform. And that is a, I didn't write that because I wanted somebody to read that. I wrote that because I literally feel the ache in my heart that I cannot constantly produce if I'm not truly deepening my roots. And so, um, it was so, it was so raw and honest for me, but I feel like what I betray in those pages when I write that is the reality that maybe I feel a little dry right now. Maybe I'm not going as deep as I want. Maybe I've been in a, in a cycle of running fast and hard and that's great, but I also need to rest and grow and go deeper. And, um, I don't know. What, what do you think? How honest can you get in journals and how much do you plan on having your kids read them? Well, I don't want anyone to ever read them. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, I keep them, like I said, I have a box, so 
I don't regularly I mean, Jim go Elliott, through them. Right? Jim Elliott, right? Yeah. has journals that we're all benefiting from now. So yeah, mine are not like right? Jim's. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I even still, I, I use journals as a very raw space. So mm-hmm. all my emotions, all the things that I kind of don't know if I could say out loud to anybody, mm-hmm. I say it all to the Lord. Like it gets written mm-hmm. down. That is not like my spiritual legacy that I hope to pass on to children. I do make yeah. some more, um, I don't know, generationally friendly notes, I guess, or like thoughts or whatever <laughs> that <laughs> um, in my Bibles. And so those are the things that I hope to be able to pass on to my kids, like where I'll put a note or I'll like, hey, praying this in this time frame about whatever. No, so like good. there's some like notes and things like that that I think are a little bit more of my life and of remembering, but they're not necessarily like my kids are driving me crazy today, Lord. And I need your help because I just don't know how I'm going to parent them. Like that's not necessarily something I need them to read, but it is something that I need to process with the Lord. And I think maybe the takeaway here is that, well, we don't need to worry about how, you know, like ultimately I, I think the thing that we need to engage in is that, journaling is not a show. I think that's probably the thing that I don't know about you, but I need to hear. And so for anyone else bent and wired like I am, who has pretty book issues, like my first ever blog post on Grace Laced, because it's, I'm bent to wanting perfection. I'm wanting things to look beautiful and be beautiful and to be my best foot forward, but you cannot journal edited. You, I mean, you can, but there won't be a real journal. And so I think that maybe the takeaway is just get started and realize that it's a genuine and true conversation. There's no right or wrong. It is a remembering. It is a um, rehearsing. And it's also a raw, like real conversation with a God who loves us and who is not going to run away just because we say something honest. And so um, I think when, at least for me, when I take away that performance piece, the part where I feel like somehow my journal is supposed to be Jim Elliott's beautiful, amazing <laughs> resource. When I take yeah. that pressure away and re- remember that I'm doing this with the Lord and for the Lord, then come what may, I'm not going to, you know, I don't, I'm, I imagine that Jim Elliott wasn't journaling and saying someday when I pass, they're all going to turn this into a book. Um, because I just can't imagine that that would be truly, um, um, infused with deep insight if we're always trying to perform in the words that we write. Yeah. And I think that's a good reminder too, like, because it's not about performance, you can do, you can make this practice and this habit, however it works for you. So for some people that is going to be pen and paper, um, there's a pastor at my church who talks about how he gets up early morning, gets a cup of coffee and he goes and opens up a blank document and he just writes out his heart to the Lord, just types it out. He can, he's like, I can do it with my eyes closed because he's a really good typer. (laughs) And so he's like, I don't care about mistakes. I'm not trying to spell check. Like he just sits and that's the easiest way for him to pour out his heart to the Lord. So if that works for you, great. If you are crazy busy and you're like on the run, but you want to think about something and you want to remember and rehearse and a note on your phone works, like that's just as helpful a practice as any. Like there's no wrong way to to do this type of work with the Lord and in your own heart. Yeah, that's a good call. So Eve, let's um, wrap up this episode and um, 
bring our friends to those questions that we ask at at the end of every episode. What is the gospel truth here and why does it matter? And what's one small thing each of us will begin in response to this conversation? Yeah, I think the gospel truth, you and I talked about this a little bit even before we sat down to record, and the way you put it was so helpful for me even, is that Christ is the one who writes the stories of our lives. Like, full stop, right? He's the one who's writing our story, but he desires for us to recognize that he's the author and engage with him and remember what he does and his faithfulness. And so journaling is one way that we get to do that with him. Yeah. So once again, Jesus is the hero of our stories. And so our journals don't have to be the answer. They're just a reflection of what he is already doing in our lives. Because he is faithful, we have something to reflect on, journal about, um, interact with him about. Yeah. Okay. So what's your one small thing? Since you've already started a couple weeks Mm. ago, this new practice, what's your one small thing? You know, um, I'm really grateful that I'm back in the, the rhythm and the routine of journaling. But I think in response to our conversation today, I actually think my one small thing is that I'm going to be just a little bit more honest with the Lord on paper. I think after years and years and years of writing publicly and even note-taking on my phone for the sake of coming back to it for an Instagram post at some point, um, so much of it is public. And I really want to treasure what is done in secret. And so my one small thing is, I think I might even smart start a, um, a little section in my daily journal where I just say, where I'm really at, you know, and, and just say where I'm really at and then write my heart out about how I'm feeling for the day. Yeah. I love that. What about you? What's your one small thing? I think my one small thing, it's funny and having this conversation and realizing like, yeah, I do have lots of years of being able to go back and look and see what God has done. And I haven't read through anything recently. And so I want to pull out some of the old journals and I just want to even make a list, like read through maybe some journals from my like teen years and my journals from my twenties mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. see like, what has God done? How yeah. has he been faithful? Mm-hmm. Like, let's, let me take a look at that and then just rejoice in God's care in my life. For sure. So friends, we hope this episode has been an encouragement to you. Um, Possibly it's just a a reminder for you to get back into the rhythm that you had once before, like we once had in journaling. There's no magic formula. There's no perfect way. It's simply a call to remembering God's faithfulness and to rehearse the truths of scripture by engaging with it and remembering what he has said, what he has done, and how he is working in our lives. So if this episode has been um, an encouragement to you, we would love for you to share it with a friend. And as usual, when you like, subscribe, or leave us a review, it really helps this podcast reach many more. We couldn't let this episode end without a quick reminder that Grace Life Shop does carry a variety of hardcover journals and softcover notebooks, as well as the new 
ESV scripture prayer journals made in collaboration with Crossway. So if you're looking for a new journal to get started with this practice or want to help you continue going strong, visit gracelice.com to view our collection of journals.